Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, January 11th, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to. The only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. Take control of your dental health. I beseech you. 317-849-2933 is the number to make an appointment. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. A little bit about what happened on Saturday. Although we've kind of, we've chewed it, we've digested it, we've passed it. We know what happened on Saturday. Let's talk also, though, about what's going to happen in the future. The most important decision that needs to be made by the Colts front office, coaching staff, owner, everybody involved, is who the quarterback's going to be. There's no position in sports more important to a franchise's overall ability to win a championship than a starting quarterback. Phillip Rivers, as the starting quarterback, you know what? He's a really good guy, and he's a good quarterback. He does good things, and he really minimized the number of mistakes that he made this year, and because of that, the Colts had an opportunity in the playoffs an opportunity to even win a road game in the playoffs against the hottest team in football, the Buffalo Bills. So it might sound a little bit nutty to advocate for the Colts moving on from Phillip Rivers, but here's why it's not. You need one of two things to win a championship in the NFL. You need a really dynamic quarterback or you need a really dominant defense. And the Colts don't have a really dominant defense at this point. If the Colts want to build one, that's going to take a while, right? That's the way it is. got to put 11 guys out on the field who are going to be, they're going to fit together, and they're going to have all kinds of speed. They're going to have all the attributes you need to go take away the ball and, and to really be hellraisers stopping the run. The Colts, they're not that far away. You might have to upgrade at four different spots to get a really dominant defense with the with the Colts. But with quarterback, all you need is one guy. You need one guy. Here's how important the quarterback is. And here's why a really good measure of whether a quarterback's going to allow you to win or not is QBR. Because QBR takes into account running. And running, what's more important? That you got throwing, you got running. That's it right? You got to be able to do both. Phillip Rivers can't run. He ranked 18th in QBR in this regular season. That was fine. He, like I said, he minimized mistakes. He didn't throw it to the other guys that much. 11 picks. You can live with 11 picks. He played clean football on Saturday. He put his team in a position to win, but what he couldn't do is get you over to hump. That's what he couldn't get done. Josh Allen on the other side, For Buffalo, what'd he do? He ran it 11 times for 50-plus yards. He was the leading rusher for the Bills. He went and got first downs. He went and got a touchdown. And he threw the ball with great accuracy, throwing it deep. Phillip Rivers doesn't run the ball at all. And he's not very accurate throwing it deep. He tends to get a lot of air under it because he just doesn't have the arm anymore to convey the ball downfield on a line. He kind of just shoots it downfield, and that's not enough now. You saw it on the Hail Mary play as time expired uh, for the Colts uh, against the Bills in Buffalo. You saw him try to throw it from midfield and get it to the end zone and could not do it. That's not a good thing. All right, so you've got a guy who cannot run, and he can't really throw it deep 
in the way you would like to be able to throw it deep, in the way that Josh Allen can throw it deep. This is a this is a sport where you are comparing yourself against your opposite number. And in the comparison between Philip Rivers and Josh Allen, Philip Rivers is the second best of those two guys. If the Colts had found a way to win that game, they go up against Pat Mahomes. Mahomes, pretty dynamic guy. Rivers would uh, be a distant second to Patrick Mahomes. If they moved on from there, I mean, who the hell knows who they would play, to be honest. Probably Baker Mayfield, right? Or Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's terrific. Baker Mayfield's terrific. Here's where they are in QBR. You got eight quarterbacks remaining in the playoffs. Seven of them rank among the NFL's top ten. Seven. The one, the one outlier is Jared Goff. Jared Goff plays for the Rams. The Rams have the most dominant defense in the NFL. Aaron Donald as that three-technique guy up front in the middle of that D-line is absolutely a game wrecker. And because you've got that kind of player on the defensive side of the ball and then a bunch of complementary players surrounding Donald who benefit from his presence, the Rams are really good on the defense. They were number one in points allowed. They were number one in yards allowed. That's really, really good. You can go win playoff football games with a defense that is that dominant, whether you've got a quarterback or not. The, the guys, the remaining guys in the AFC, Jackson, Mahomes, uh, Mayfield, and Allen, those guys all have a QBR of 72 or better. Rivers' QBR is 62. He was 18th this year. That's with a really good offensive line. Maybe not the weapons that you want to throw to. That uh, I mean, it, it, we didn't have Stephon Diggs on the Colts. T.Y. Hilton is not Stephon Diggs. Zach Pascal is not Stephon Diggs. Michael Pittman is not Stephon Diggs, at least not yet, right? Phillip Rivers, not dynamic enough. When you're playing against a guy who can go get his team first downs during the regular season, Allen was good for like 40-plus first downs for the Bills. Rivers, zero. That's a hell of a disadvantage. 40-plus, let's say it was 48, all right? That's, what is that? That's three per game, right? I almost said four, but I corrected my math. That's three per game, three first downs that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise, whether it's a designed run or whether it's scrambling and just going out and, and finding yardage. Rivers doesn't bring that. Rivers' presence on the Colts forces the Colts to be almost perfect in their execution. And like I said, no football team is going to be perfect in its execution. You're going to miss that, especially over the course of several games. Like the Colts could have won against the Bills. But this coming weekend, what would the odds be that they'd be able to go into Kansas City and back it up with another win against another elite-level quarterback? Almost zero, because at some point, them being the seventh seed, that's going to bubble to the top. You know, that's going to become the thing. They're going to be the seventh best team in the AFC at some point during the playoffs, and they're going to get beat. And Phillip Rivers being the 18th most dynamic quarterback in the NFL is going to bubble up, and it's going to show itself in in a competitive uh, way against a guy like Allen or Mahomes or Mayfield or Jackson, or if you move on farther than that, Aaron Rodgers, 
You know, at, at what point is Phillip Rivers ever going to be one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL as he continues to get old and turns 40 next December? It's never going to happen. Now, the thing you've got to ask yourself, and the thing Chris Ballard has to ask himself, Jimmer, say Frank Reich, all these guys, the brain trust over on West 56th Street, what they've got to figure out is whether they can upgrade. You know what? Aaron Rodgers has played with the Packers for his entire career for a reason. Lamar Jackson has played his entire career with the Ravens for a reason. Granted, those guys like Jackson and and Mahomes and Allen and uh, uh, Mayfield, those are young guys. They're all either 24 or 25 years old. So, of course, they've played with the same team for their entire uh, NFL careers. But the guys who do it best... Nobody lets go of those guys. And so what you wind up with, if you don't draft, you're not going to sign a great quarterback via free agency, and you're never going to be able to trade for one because there is no asset more valuable than that. You could trade your entire draft class right to the Seahawks. You're not going to pry Russell Wilson loose from Pete Carroll. You're not going to do that. We talk about Deshaun Watson. Do you think the Texans are so loony whether Watson wants to be there or not, that they're going to trade him within their own division? There's no chance of that happening. Could you get Sam Darnold? Maybe. Could you get Carson Wentz? Maybe. Speaking of Carson Wentz, this is kind of interesting. Carson Wentz, for the season that the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, you tend to look at that. I looked at, at Wentz and, and Foles, of course, during the playoff run when Wentz was injured. I thought, well, Wentz is kind of like a Joe Flacco type guy. Joe Flacco in 2012, winning a Super Bowl for the Ravens, playing out of his mind during the playoffs. That never happens. They had a dominant defense. They had Joe Flacco throwing the ball deep and throwing with accuracy to receivers that could go get the football. It was a perfect storm. But I I looked at Wentz like that. Do you know that during the regular season in 2017, when Carson Wentz was the starting quarterback for the Eagles, that they and Wentz, number one, in QBR. Listen to this. All right, last year, Pat Mahomes wins the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. He was number two in QBR. In 2018, Tom Brady, you say, oh, Tom Brady, he's kind of like Phillip Rivers. He never runs. Brady was number six in QBR. The year before that was Wentz at number one. The year before that was Brady at number two. The year before that, Peyton Manning was number 28. Peyton was rag-armed his last year in in, uh, Denver won the Super Bowl because he quarterbacked a team like we were talking about before with Jared Goff, had a dominant defense. Uh, The year before that, Brady was number three. Wilson in 13 was number eight. Flacco, like I said, number 17 in the regular season, but number two in the postseason. Took a huge leap in the postseason. Anyway, you get the point. If you've got a quarterback who is 18th, in the NFL and QBR, and he was also there in 2019 for the Chargers. So this isn't an anomaly. He didn't, like, drop from 6th to 18th. That's where he belongs. That's where he ranks as a quarterback in the NFL. Really, really smart, great leader, wonderful guy. Among all the quarterbacks in the NFL, maybe the guy that you would have house sit, right? You would absolutely trust Philip Rivers with your most prized possessions. If you were to hire a babysitter among NFL quarterbacks, I think Rivers would be your guy. 
All right, but if you want to win a championship, if you want to win a Super Bowl, Rivers is not your guy. He might be able to get you to the playoffs because he's going to be better than anybody for the Jaguars. You know what I mean? He's going to be able to compare favorably, and on any given Sunday, he's going to be able to play well enough where if the breaks kind of bounce your way, like they did twice against the Texans and once against the Packers, where if the breaks don't come to the Colts, they lose those games. And all of a sudden, instead of 11-5, and five, you're 8-8, eight and eight, and people are scratching their heads and saying, oh my God, this is, this is a tragedy of unspeakable proportion. We need to get rid of everybody. Reich's got to go. Rivers has got to go. What are we doing? Right? If you don't catch three breaks in those three games, toward the end of those games, you lose them. Rivers is good enough to keep you in games, so if you get the breaks against good teams, you're going to win those games. But he's not good enough if the breaks go the other way to be dynamic enough to put you in a position to win those games. And that's what you need when you're in the playoffs. you got to go on a little bit of a run. And Phillip Rivers is not a run-producing guy at the position of quarterback anymore. Now, does that mean that the Colts need to replay and trust Jacob Eason or go out and get Sam Darnold or somebody else? They are not at a crisis point. All right? If they bring Phillip Rivers back, I think they got a hell of a shot at going back to the playoffs. And like a lot of guys in the NFL would tell you, once you get to the tournament, you got a chance. But Phillip Rivers is not going to the Super Bowl, and he's not going to win a Super Bowl. Maybe he gives you your best chance to go to the playoffs, but he gives you no chance to go to the Super Bowl. That's who Phillip Rivers is right now. And the Colts, they know it, and they're going to make their decisions based upon that information. It's not personal. It's not personal, Sonny. It's not. What it is, is an accurate assessment of Philip Rivers and his ability to lift teammates, put his team in a position to win football games because of his dynamic abilities, of which he doesn't have a lot of them. He's got a dynamic brain. He's got a dynamic heart. The arm and the legs, not dynamic. And that's the way it is. And if you don't like to hear it, well, that's I can't help that, but that's the truth. And that's what he is, that's who he is, and that's how the Colts need to move forward with that implicit knowledge. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. We got Butler tomorrow night. We got the Pacers tonight at 10 o'clock against the Kings. We'll talk about all that stuff tomorrow morning, and we'll revisit this. We'll talk about the Colts some more, too. Where else? Do they need help? Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock on Facebook Live, immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter. Can't wait to talk to you then.